0: All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? All right, episode 186. We got us a good one coming. Um, we got we to gotta recap uh, week six, week seven coming up, and we are one episode away from a live session. We got spring break coming up. Boys gonna pull up and uh, do a live session. I'm sure Verge will be there. We might have a special guest uh, in the building. Uh, so looking forward to that but for now let's go ahead and recap uh, week six coming in we we were hoping uh, that we would get at least two out of three games of uh, of quality basketball and uh, for the most part I thought all three games were were for the most part competitive we had a 10-point win uh, a three-point win and a 10-point win I could live with that I could live with that it wasn't it wasn't that bad but first game we had squad one uh, versus Minnesota society squad one 1 102 to 92 a game on paper that looked like uh, a fairly close game I thought Minnesota society definitely didn't back down off from squad one they kind of mucked up the game a little bit uh made it real chippy real interesting uh, in the second half but first half squad one was clearly in control and uh able to get the victory uh, ultimately down the stretch uh, with some highlight dunks uh, some threes. Uh, Anthony was definitely in his bag. Uh vintage Anthony uh having almost a game high, but twenty-five points, eight of eleven uh from three-point range, shooting over seventy percent uh from the clip from the uh from the stripe. Um well no the stripe with the free throw line. Well, from deep. We'll say from deep. Um Jalen was efficient, uh McCormick was efficient, and uh and Marcus Hall shooting percentage wasn't great, but he was very much effective uh he controlled the game. He, I know he shot the ball well early, and Danny finished uh with nearly a double double um but I mean, this society like i said they didn't back down but they they're they're a team right now that's that's struggling uh losing now three straight and looking like a team that's uh becoming uh i don't know, what's the word i can use they're they're becoming mutiny um it's it, it's it's i think it's in house but most uh, most of the league, is, they're not oblivious. They can see what's going on. Uh, guys are rebelling against each other. They're not playing team basketball. And uh, they made a lot, a lot of mistakes. A lot of three seconds, defensive three seconds, uh, delay of games, uh, just unnecessary fouls. It was just, it was bad. Um, and, and squad one benefited from that, uh, going uh, 15 from 19 from the free throw line. And uh, men's society just struggled
1: yeah I think uh, I would say the squad won one game uh, no doubt they're the better team no doubt uh, but as much as Mississippi didn't back down everybody thought it was just going to be a blowout walkway win um, and it was at points of the game
0: it was but Mississippi was able to work themselves into a game where they got it down to like four points uh, towards the end mm-hmm. but again they beat themselves Uh like I said, the squad was a better team,
1: and they won the game, no doubt. But men's side, careless stuff, uh, defensive three seconds, uh, you know, unnecessary fouls, uh, technical fouls. Yeah, technical like, fouls. about that, too. They gave up. Like, that's 12 to 14 points that they gave up off little silly things like that. They pretty much cost them a the game. They lost by 10, and they had it within four. If you don't give up those 12 to 15 points of oh, <laughs> silly stuff, hell, you might have won the game. You know what I'm saying? So, like again, no doubt, Squaw 1's the better team, and they were the better team that day as well. And that's with uh, McCormick not, not necessarily dominating the game like he usually does. Uh, they played good enough. You know what I'm saying? But Mississippi. society once they kind of get their internal issues over, uh, once they do a... And like I said, I think they did a better job of moving the basketball this game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I absolutely feel like they did. Uh, but at the same time, I also feel like, you know, they need to have that effort by the end. Because, you know what I'm saying, they, they almost aren't are passing the ball just because I don't want him complaining. So I'm passing the ball this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, th- that those type of things. So, I, I think once they can kind of get over the, 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 the internal issues and, and the ego, I think they're a pretty decent team. They're a pretty good team, actually. Uh, they just can't, you know, you just can't beat yourself, though, with a little silly stuff um, when you're trying to win. Um, and I think everybody's trying to win. I, I-, I would hope so. When mm-hmm. you're trying to win, you just can't beat yourself with a little silly stuff. And I think you kind of get caught up in... Um, and, and, and that, that, that internal battle within yourself. Uh, when just make the game easy and just play good basketball and do the right thing. Uh, I think once they get back to that, I think they'll be fine. Right. Cause I, when That was y'all. They beat their first win. Mm-hmm. That team that beat y'all, they I feel like they did that. They were playing for each other. They, they were doing a lot of stuff that kind of led to them getting a win and I kind of think they've gotten away from that uh, recently. But uh, we'll see what happens with them, man. I, I think they'll be fine. Uh, especially going down the the home stretch here. We got two more games left. Everything's a playoff season at this point, so I think they'll kind of get together going forward. Especially when they kind of have seen now playing against the best team that they can compete. Um, so we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, the was that the eight o'clock game? We had the bullets versus brand new, probably the most exciting game uh, of the night. Came down to the wire. Uh, brand new just looked. They just look locked in, man. Uh, Elijah led the way with thirty points, um, and 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 of course Jonathan Walker two and zero with them. Uh, I thought he controlled the game for the most part. Um, didn't shoot the ball particularly great, but he shot it well enough uh, to lead them to victory. And, and Jeff was uh, Jeff was efficient as well. Um, the Bullets, man, they're known to have uh, some of these stinker games, but I'm looking at the shooting percentage. The Bullets shot. 57 percent uh from the field and (laughs) a brand new shot 47 percent can you tell me and i mean they got to the free throw line more they made more free throws um they didn't they made three more threes the bullets uh i mean brand new did but you tell me how do you lose a game like that and you i mean it, it just doesn't make sense how do you lose a game like that And you're so efficient i'll tell you how um the Bullets had 16 turnovers. Mm-hmm. 16 turnovers. You can't win like that. You absolutely can't win like that. That's a, that's a lot of turnovers uh, in, in a game like that in, in our league, especially if you're shooting the ball that well. Um, the only person that didn't shoot the ball particularly well was BJ. Everyone else shot it pretty well for the most part. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think the 16 turnovers, to go. you know, you know what the 16 turnovers led to? What's that? Shot attempts. So you look at that, they got 74 shot attempts brand new. Mm-hmm. Bullets got 58 shot attempts. Mm. I mean, that's the, that's the difference. That's where those 16 turnovers come in because you're not even getting shot attempts when you turn the ball over. So if they're shooting 57% and they get 16, 17 more shots up, they win the game going away.
0: Yeah, even if they're not shooting great from three. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just those 16, 17 extra shots. That they didn't get
1: because they turned the ball over. Um, it's the difference in this game. I mean, they lose by three, and like I say, they probably win the game running away with it. Because, like I said, the brand new got seventy-four shots up. And Sixteen turnovers is a lot of turnovers for when you have a. Uh, in our league, we got a running clock. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's a just a, 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 a lot of turnovers, and and if you watch them play, they're unforced turnovers a lot of times too. They're just unnecessary passing, being careless with the ball in the paint. Just, mm-hmm. just some, some things they could just you know I feel like they could tighten up on. Um, and like I said, I gotta be a, a tough, bullish critic. I haven't really been. I've been saying I was going to be. but look at them. This that time of the year where they get these stinker games, mm-hmm. and that's what their record is three and three right now. Like I said, two of their losses are against squad one, but I mean that's that's on them. You know what I'm saying? They're three and three right now, and they're in the middle of the pack, and they're fighting for playoff position there now, where they probably should be realistically uh running away with a one or two seed right now. They're fighting for, you know what I'm saying, trying to get a bye, which they may not get now. Not with their three and three record.
0: Yeah, that's tough. I mean, this team is just to me, this team is too talented <clears throat> to have uh a three and three record at this point in the season. Um you, you go out and you get uh Andrew Gonzalez. You couple that with uh Shannon Handy who hadn't been playing uh finally came back to the Bullets. I know he didn't come back for this uh to be yeah. to be three and three at this point. So it's gotta be frustrating, uh, for the Bullets. They just um they just seem like to still seem like a team that's snake bitten, man. I just don't know.
1: Yeah, you know, but like I said, the playoffs are coming, you know. They've been also shown to have the ability to turn it up in the playoffs. Uh now granted they might not win the, the ultimate game. They found ways to lose the ultimate game <laughs> quite a few times, but they've also played very, very well in the playoffs. Uh I haven't seen them play, have a bad game in the playoffs, even though we've seen them lose in spectacular fashion in the playoffs. So, um, we'll see what happens, man. Like I said, they have a big, again, a test of a game for CD coming up this week. I mean, this week's going to be huge for a lot of teams. It's just going to be absolutely huge for them. Uh, but I mean... And I keep talking about the Bullets and what they're not doing. I mean, I just got to give a shout out to Brand new for what they did do. I mean, yeah. they're, they're a little shorthanded, and they came in and took care of business. After, you know, they looked like possibly the worst team in the league in week one. You know what I'm saying? To now looking like maybe, you know, they look like a tough out right now. You know, and if they walk that much of a difference, two games that they walked
0: played in, guess what? They won both games. He's definitely that big of a difference. <laughs> you know, I mean,
1: he's that much of a difference. It started to look like it. You know, what I'm saying I can't say that he's not at this point.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, the final game of the night, Baybrook Boys, uh, versus three and D. Three and D, uh, finally got off their losing streak. And got their second one of the season to improve into two and four. They win eighty six seventy six. I'm just gonna focus on uh three and D because Baybrook, you know, they were shorthanded. They didn't have their their normal cast of guys. Uh, but. Um, I don't know, man. I just felt like we had some, some, some good moments in the game, uh. but I felt like that was a game that we should have won by between 15 and 20 points, uh, all things considered, but that didn't happen. That didn't necessarily happen. One thing I will give us credit for, we're a good free throw shooting team. Uh, we shot 86% from the field. I think on the season, we might have one of the best uh free throw shooting percentages as a team. I have to go uh, fact check that, but... Um, I don't know. I thought I thought we just played better this week. We, uh, if you look at the field goal percentage, it was still kind of low, forty five percent. But I thought the continuity uh, out there on the court and, and the the defensive effort. Uh, guys were saying we could have played better defense, but we only surrendered seventy six points. So, com- compared to what we've been surrendering, uh, I thought that was pretty good. You know, um, the game didn't necessarily slow down either. Like it was, uh, it was it was a pretty fast paced game, especially in the first half. Um, so look, man, I th- I thought we played good enough to, um, to, 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 you know, tip our hat to the team. Uh, we were losing at halftime though. That was concerning. Uh, but second half was a, was a different, uh, tale. And I thought we did enough to warrant uh, a pat on the back.
1: Yeah. And I, I, I think this, uh, I think it's a confidence game for you guys. Cause I think you've got to play well two weeks in a row now. Um, you played, uh squad one all the way to the end last week uh had opportunity wins down maybe three Mm -hmm. going into the last minute of the game and then you come in and you pretty much take care of your business this week so uh i definitely feel like you know there's a definitely a situation where you guys are building uh confidence at the right time and building towards the end game which is the playoffs uh and so you guys are playing at a, like I said, at a high, high level right now. But mm-hmm. so definitely playing at a much higher level than you were playing two weeks ago. So going forward again, you guys will, will be in a dog fight for seating. Uh y'all be playing in over the next couple weeks. They're right in the way of your seating. Like it's just a it's a bunch of teams. Y'all just bunched up. It's kinda like the, the Western
0: Conference right now in the yeah. From from uh spot three through six. all just bunched up together. You know, so... Squad 1 looking like the Bucks.
1: Yeah. Squad 1 pretty with the Bucks
0: and, and the <laughs> Nuggets. It, it,
1: and everybody else is pretty much just bunched up together. So everybody is basically one win or one loss away from going up two or three spots or dropping two or three spots. So uh, the next two weeks are going to be very interesting going down the stretch. Yeah, um, it's it's the same, similar thing for last season too. Kind of down the stretch, everybody's kind of bunched up together. Uh well, even squad one last season got kind of caught up in that too. But they
0: ended yeah. up losing the last three games. They called caught in that bunch. So uh, it doesn't look like they're going to do that this season. But Yeah, this is different. It's, yeah. this is a little <laughs> different. Um, it's funny because, you know, as bad of a season as we've had, we're only one game out of second place. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, yeah. I mean yeah that's what i'm saying like everybody pretty much is bunched up together like i say and you're a one win or one loss away from dropping like three spots possibly that,
0: that's insane to think about but that's how competitive everything's been too yeah because i'm looking at it um we play the bullets again we own the tiebreaker over uh baybrook boys you know mm-hmm. since we technically beat them <laughs> um so and they're you know they're three and three we're two and four and let me see. We lost to the Bullets by fourteen points, so we would need to win by fifteen. I mean, nothing's impossible. Right. You know, anything right. anything can happen. We win by fifteen points, you know, and you know, team loses here and there. And we're in second place. We get a buy. Right, All right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
1: So y'all right there. Y'all won these last two games. Somebody who's in front of you right now lose a game, which is quite possible. The way yeah. things have been going. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Is everybody? And truth be told, all these teams have kind of nipping tuck with squad one as well. Like since squad one, the industry has been blowing out of everybody. You know, yeah. their games have been you know three, four possession games. So you know, it's tough as competitive right now. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to our next topic. Time for our player of the week. We got week six. We got three worthy candidates. Um, Jeremy Hines. Uh, you know, anytime <clears throat> three and he gets a win, you know, most of the time it's either going to be Jeremy or it'll be AD. AD had a very quiet, modest game. Uh, but uh, Jeremy finished with 22 and 13 to go along with four assists uh, leading the way. Uh, hit some big shots to, to to put the game away. I like him as a candidate. Yeah, had Elijah uh 30 points, nine rebounds, four assists, three steals. He was efficient. Super, super efficient. Uh, and then Jalen, 29-14, three assists, uh, two steals, one of the best shot blocking guards. Uh, not just in the league to to ever uh Grace Ultimate Hoops. Um yeah. and he had a league high 39.6 uh PPR. He was super efficient in that game. Um yeah. it's gonna come I, honestly, in my opinion. Uh, any any one of these three can win. I guess it just depends on voting. But if I had to pick, I'll probably say Elijah because um, leading them to a victory over uh, over the bullets, I thought that was impressive, and he was down there battling with with uh, with Shannon on those rebounds. So um, yeah, that was impressive. So I I would give my vote to Elijah.
1: Right. Yeah, I think he he had the most impressive. Um game as far as like uh because of the win and against who the win was against Mm -hmm. i think his game was probably the the best one because it was the most impressive considering who they beat Mm -hmm. um so i I would probably go to logic but you know we'll see i mean you can't go wrong with either one i think what jeremy did was impressive i think what jeremy's been doing has been impressive and i think uh obviously jalen's always does something that's impressive. So right. uh, I, I, you can't go wrong with either three. But me personally, I think i agree with you. Just based on the fact of it was a game that they were expected to lose and he had that big performance.
0: Yeah, and you know what's interesting, uh, when it's going to be time for the MVP, I don't know who to give MVP. Uh, I, I don't know who to put on the ballot for uh, for squad one because you're going to have a situation where a guys are going to be stealing most from each other because I, I don't think I don't think Marcus is having an MVP season this this season. He definitely did last season, but uh right. if I if I was to pick an MVP, I would say out of Jalen and McCormick right now. But right. you know, when you do that, you split the votes. Uh, right. so I don't know. Uh I might just talk to I might just talk to uh Sweezy and see who he who he wants to nominate uh out of those two because I do want uh them to have a fair shot because that that opens the door for someone else to win MVP in the league. Right. So uh, right. I'll i talk to him and see who he wants to nominate. But uh, all in all, um, great week for uh for, for basketball for us, and uh, we got some worthy candidates. We'll see how the uh, results uh, end tomorrow, and we'll uh, we'll we'll we'll, um, we'll name our uh, week six player of the week. But let's uh, let's move on to our next topic. Alright, time for our Power Rankings. Week 7. I'm going to start from the bottom. And actually, uh, Power Rankings has not changed uh, for the last week, for me anyway. Um, I thought there wasn't any real shifting going on. Uh, Baybrook Boys and the Bullets both lost. Uh, 3 and D finally got a win. Minnesota Society was already at the bottom, and they lost again by double digits. And uh, Brand New was able to get another win, so... That being said, I don't, I didn't have any changes. I still got in Society at six. I got three and D at five. I got brand new at four, Baybrook Boys at three, uh, Bullets at two, and I got Squad One still, of course, undefeated at number one. <sighs> Dang, I didn't have Minnesota
1: Society six last week. I think I had the fifth mm-hmm. uh, and brand new six. Uh um, but, yeah they got flipped this week i gotta go uh men society six
0: mm
1: mm-hmm. um <laughs> i' get i'm gonna go three and d five and brand new four
0: yeah that's what i have uh I,
1: i'm actually a little bit more impressed with what New was able to do against a very quality team
0: mm-hmm. going by um, your going by your metric you should definitely have them at four
1: yeah Definitely going with them at four, uh, three D and D five. Uh, baby boys three. Um, they got put. They got put multiple games, good games together mm-hmm. against quality teams, and I think they haven't done that yet. They got to show oh, up they, too. Right, well, <laughs> that, that's part of it. Uh, so when they put multiple games together against good teams, I move them up. But they're going to be three. Uh, bullets two, even with the the, the loss, unfortunately, in Squad one, still the Kings, the Kings and Cypress at this point,
0: uh, at number one. Mhm. I like it. So we're in agreement there. I, there's really no need to go into detail on that. On that note, um, I like the way everything shook up this week. There was there was no need to move anything around, honestly, because uh, like we said, brand new looked. Like a better team than three and D to me this week, so uh, I just kept everything the same. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I think I, I switched it around a little bit because I think I had I think I had brand new six last week. Mm-hmm. Uh but I you know I moved them up. They they look a lot better. Uh I just moved them up two spots. I say they the last couple weeks they looked a lot better than you guys too. Not, and you guys look a lot better. And I say it's it's tight, man. It really is tight. Like like besides squad one. The two team, the number two seed could easily be number six seed <laughs> after next week, depending on what happens over the next two weeks, man. So it, it's tight, man. They're, they're, nobody's really um, setting themselves apart from anybody else besides squad one. Um, but everybody else is just kind of um, uh, jumbled up together. So nobody's, nobody's created separation yet. So we'll see what happens over these next two weeks. Anybody, if there's any team out there that can kind of create that separation.
0: Yeah, you know, um. Let's see. Okay, uh, let's look at the uh the predictions for this week. Whoo, um, three and D. Um, is also we we'll play we play at nine o'clock, right? Okay, so never okay. mind. I'm looking at the. Uh, I'm looking at the wrong week. Uh, this, yeah, so this is week seven. Okay, so squad one versus brand new, 7 o'clock game. Uh, although brand new does look good, they have a impressive. It'd be nice if Jay Walk showed up this week. <laughs> It'd be really nice if he showed up uh, to test out that theory. Uh, But I don't think it's going to matter. This team is on another level right now. It's, someone is just going to have to beat them in the regular season. Uh, for me to believe that they can actually be beaten, because right now I don't think they think they could be beaten. So uh, I'm gonna go with Squad One. Uh, I say they win by ten, one to ninety one. Uh, I'm gonna go with Squad One
1: as well. They're world oil machine right now, and Brand News just now starting to get their feet wet. So um, Squad One world oil machine.
0: Uh, i go ninety eight to ninety ninety eight ninety okay 98, ninety eight <clears throat> ninety okay, the eight o'clock game we got Baybrook boys and the bullets, the grudge match of the first game of the season um this should be interesting uh if Baybrook boys bring their entire team uh the way the bullets have looked uh you know they've been the model of inconsistency right now. Uh, I really don't know who will win this game. I do know that uh, this Baybrook boys is not the same uh, group from week one. They're definitely not, especially when their whole team is there. So they might pose some uh, some matchup problems. Uh, Iso Johnny is definitely going to have to uh, play his tail off again uh, to lead the Bullets to a victory. But I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to go Baybrook boys in an upset. I'm going to say they win... Uh,
1: ninety five to eighty seven. Uh, I agree. Um, uh, when they're together, they have a little better. But I think the
0: Bulls will rise to the occasion. I don't know why I think that. Yeah, I thought you were I a Bulls critic, man. You ain't no Bulls uh, critic. I'm a <laughs> Bulls critic all season. I just can't do it. Terrible <laughs> at it. <laughs>
1: I'm terrified of being hard on the bullets, but uh Yeah, I'm
0: gonna go Bullets and a close one. 92 to 90. 92-90. All right. I like it. That's a good game. Alright, the final game of the night, uh 3 and D versus Minnesota Society. Another rematch. Uh a game that we probably felt like we should have won, uh, but we did not. So uh I'm gonna say three and D definitely gets the win this time. <clears throat> I think it'll be another it'll be a close ball game though. I think we'll pull away late. I say we win ninety-three
1: eighty seven. I'm going <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. I I was gonna go Men's Society. But they're, 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 I had to see them fix some
0: of their dysfunction. So. Like you say, know, you know better
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> after what you saw the last couple of weeks.
1: Well, I, you know, but I do think they're good enough to beat
0: you guys. No, no, yeah, I, definitely. They definitely are. But I'm just they, looking they, at uh, their team, is they're not playing like a team right now.
1: Yeah, there's a little bit of dysfunction. Once the, the dysfunction kind of goes away, which I think they're, they're capable of doing because they, they're capable of playing pretty good team basketball. Mm. Uh. But I don't see it happening quite this week. I see it being better, but maybe not quite where it needs to be. So I'm going 3-and-D. Uh, so this will be three weeks in a row where you guys can kind of really get on your feet going into the final game. So this will kind of be big for y'all, especially mm-hmm. since y'all played the Bullets the last game of the season. So you guys better show up and do what you're supposed to do because this is a huge game for y'all, whether y'all know it or not. But I'm going to go 3-and-D. 94-86. Uh, to 86.
0: 94 86. all right all close games all right let's move on to our final topic of the night all right time for our movie reviews this week we got remember the titans um this movie came out when i was in high school again i'm telling my age um denzel washington classic um i'm gonna just tell you this straight off the rip my favorite part of the movie is when uh, Denzel was going off on the referee. He was, uh, he was telling him like, let my boys play. You trying to cheat my boys? <laughs> He's like, let them play. Cheat them. <laughs> that was my favorite. Because then, like, every time I would watch a playoff game and I felt like the rest was cheating one of my teams, I would, I would, I would quote that line. <laughs> but, now this was a great movie. Um, $136 million in the box office in, in the year 2000. Uh, That's pretty impressive. That's pretty yeah. impressive. Uh, that was Wood Harris. I think that was probably his uh, coming out party. I think from there uh, he, he really ascended as an actor. All right. And uh, and then this movie is actually currently on Disney Plus. I was trying to find it and I was like, "Where is this movie?" And I, I remember seeing it, uh, but I just couldn't remember where. And it was actually on Disney Plus. So yeah. anybody interested in watching "Remember the Titans" is currently streaming on Disney Plus. Yeah, you'll kind
1: of forget that it's actually a Disney movie.
0: Yeah, you know, it is.
1: It's not very Mickey Mouse, uh, you know. What I'm saying they, actually, they have a lot of curse, words, but they have a handful of curse words in there. Um, yeah. Not bad ones, though. But you know, just. Uh, but you know, I mean, I, I, I like the uh, kind of the beginning of the movie where the uh, the, the whole team unity thing, when he has them out there doing these uh, suicide missions. Basically.
0: Yeah, he was he was an orthodox coach.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, and you know, and obviously, it pretty much talks about. Uh, the racial tension between uh, blacks and whites and um, integration. Uh, This is obviously the beginning of integration around that time period. Uh, So you kind of see, you know, the white players that come from a certain part of town playing with the black players who come from a certain part of town and they end up being the top team in the country that year. Or I think they end up being number two in the country or something like that. Uh, And and it showed, like, you know, when when we do stuff together how successful we can be. So uh, I kind of like the whole how they kind of play into that. Uh, but yeah, that, the my favorite part of the movie was, yeah, him, you know, Bertier walking up to him, being like, yeah, I'm a uh, Gary here. I'll be your story middle linebacker. I'll be your best player. Blase this, blase that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Denzel kind of looked at him like, oh, okay. And he let him know that, well, who's your daddy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, that, that was kind of my, 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 favorite part of the movie. Uh, I can't say it word for word, but yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, just kind of seeing them grow, them fight each other, and then uh, them turn into the team that they end up turning into. All oh, that was really good. So, um, great movie. You know,
0: uh, from the football side of it, yeah. it's not any given Sunday. No, I'm saying? no. It, it's it's not anything
1: like that, but I think that uh, the overall technical aspect of, of a movie, it's an awesome movie, it has great drama. Uh, the end's kind of sad. Yes. Uh, uh, but I you don't know, they obviously add some drama. Because I heard, like, he really, I heard in the actual, he actually played in the actual game, from what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, he ended up getting in that car accident after the game or something like that. But they showed him getting in the car accident before the game, you know, adding extra drama to it. So, yeah. uh, like I say, it, it was an awesome movie, although like I say, even the football parts of it, some of the stuff, it was some good, especially like with stuff with Sunshine, they start throwing the ball yeah. a little bit more. It, it, it was some, some good aspects of it, like some football scenes too. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's not quite like Varsity Blues or it's not quite...
0: Uh, like I say, any given Sunday. As far as like it comes to like some football stuff, that, but it's a good movie overall. Great movie, actually. Yeah, I mean, this is it's uh 1970s in Virginia. I mean, it's gonna be a prehistoric offense. You know, right. it's kind of it's kind of what I expected. I'm looking at the uh, the box office 136 million, and the budget was 30 million. I'm like, all right, so how much money did Denzel get? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, did he get a cut of all that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you got a, a pretty good cut of that, pretty good slice of the pie. Um, but yeah, I I enjoyed the movie, and, and like you said, it's a feel good movie. Uh, definitely from the from the aspect of uh, camaraderie and, and teams going together. And even if you take the race aspect out of it, um, again, you know, guys, because you have you have, forget the black and white stuff. You got guys who are, are are jealous of other players just because of their ability and you know the position they're in, the money they make uh, on a pro level. Uh, and if, like you said, if they could come together and build unity, they, there's no telling where the places they can go. Uh, so there's some life lessons, uh, and, you know, in the uh, and, and some in the silver lining of this movie. So I just um, I like it. I mean, it's, you can apply this this kind of stuff to pretty much uh, real life and anything, even uh, even to, in today's time. And you gotta look at also um uh the the speech Denzel gave. I mean, my goodness. It was oh, right yeah. up there. It was right up there with Little Giants and uh Any Given Sunday, those were the top three uh football movie speeches of all time. I mean, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Rick yeah uh,
1: I actually forgot about that part.
0: you actually reminded me of that. Yeah, they said you're gonna this, they're gonna have this will be the day they remember the Titans. I mean yeah. I mean, come on, man. Rick Moranis and Al Pacino <laughs> and Denzel, top three Coach motivational speeches of all time. <laughs> like you, you, you if you don't want to run through a brick wall after that speech, something's wrong with you.
1: I can't agree with you, Kevin, on that one. That, that, I, actually think about it, I actually forgot about it until you just brought it up just now, uh, and I actually remember because I actually remember showing my age too. I was in
0: uh, high school as well yeah. when the movie came out. I want to say we watched it as a team. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, um, he made us go
1: watch it as a team. I coach. Uh, and I just remember how just kind of being inspired by you know what I'm saying, that, that speech in particular. I remember him bringing it up to us and talking to us about that. So, uh, it's it, it, now I think about it. That's a very good point, Kim. I actually forgot about that. I actually got to go watch the movie again just like so see that part.
0: Yeah, I mean, that that part was everything. Um, what was the movie we watched last week? Was it uh, uh oh, Water Boy? Now, I, I still want to watch, <laughs> I, I never even got around <laughs> to watching the rest of it. I might mess around and watch that tonight too.
1: <laughs> I got ketchup all man I, I'm
0: just, got spring I break like coming that. up man you know we're gonna have time
1: Yes, it's coming up spring break
0: so all right episode one eighty six in the books got uh week seven basketball coming up in Cyprus uh looking forward to it um you guys come ready to prepare remember uh the seating is getting tight we about to the ballot's about to come out pretty soon uh what you thinking, week eight
1: it was week eight
0: all right, week eight ballots will be out. Uh we also have uh some online voting. Uh live via cell phone. I'm Johnny Gill with Sean Ellis. We're out.